Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Host. I'm your host today, Keoi, and with me I have Tyla. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Tyla. Um, I am from California. It's definitely like... <laughs> I'm <laughs> what is your year? I'm like, your major. I'm like, uh, I am a fourth year mechanical engineer with an option in product design and manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And why did you choose OSU? Um, I chose Oregon State because of the engineering program. First of all, I wanted to get out of California, have a new like variety of what life would be outside of that. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's yeah. been fun. So what has been the main difference that you've seen from coming from California and then coming to school in Oregon? Um, I would definitely say that the people are definitely different. Um, in what way? I would say a lot of people are nicer. Like it was a big shock to me that people would actually come up to you and like smile and wave as you're walking down the street. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. never <laughs> get that, especially living mm -hmm. in like Southern California. Mm -hmm. A lot of people just, are to themselves a lot more mm -hmm. and you kind of don't know how people are going to react and move so yeah you're kind of just more to yourself but i would say like yeah people are nicer people also ask definitely a lot of like personal questions just right off the bat and sometimes i don't know how to react to mm -hmm. that because mm -hmm. people like like i said are just to themselves yeah so yeah. i would say that is very much a culture shock and i would say having a lot more white people is definitely a culture shock to me like not seeing a lot of people that are like poc or just mm -hmm. black in general yeah like it was definitely really yeah. shocking yeah i mean i also think coming to a very college town feel kind of city that we're in in corvallis and just being on campus in general people are a lot more they're trying to be outgoing and like meet other people because you yeah. meet people from all over the country or like literally all over the world too so yeah. I th feel like people are putting themselves out there, which is probably like adding on to the aspect of why, you know, people are more, you know, asking you questions, like if you're just walking past them on the street. But maybe it's just an Oregon thing too. It could be just an Oregon thing. I don't know. I've like, I know that like my roommate, one of my roommates is from Oregon. He's from Eugene. Mm -hmm. So he's like, he's like, there, like he's kind of taught me a lot of the things that like, is a normal for Oregon and it like just throws me off because I'm yeah. like that is not normal for me uh -huh. like or like he's like there's a saying like keep Oregon weird and I'm like yeah that, I'm like that's a thing yeah like, it is yes I like and then he's like telling me there's certain areas like I shouldn't go because if you go to like south or you go to like east like those are like the bad parts of the redneck mm. and I'm like Oh, like, so I'm gonna stay over here. Yeah, stay, stay here. Yeah. Like, even coming to a small town though was actually really like shocking too really? because well coming from LA that's such a big city and so broad like you can LA is just like so big and there's like you have to specify even down further like where specifically mm -hmm. from in LA like I'm sure like with Hawaii like people are like oh like where in Hawaii yeah. do you live? Like, like I'm from Honolulu, but then yeah. like you can break it. There's so many other small places in that big city. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so I relate. I relate. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Like, people are just like, like, people who don't know, like, from California, they'll be like, oh, like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, LA. They're like, oh my God, how cool. Like, I, I think you're like in the city. Like, yeah. Well, they'll be like, well, where are you from? Like, in LA. And I'm like, Sherman Oaks. And then they'll be like, look at me funny. And that's why I don't normally tell people where I'm from because mm -hmm. they're like, where's that? And then I'll be like, I'll either say it's like, 
15, 20 minutes away from Beverly Hills or I'll say like, oh, I'm 20 minutes away from Santa Monica because somehow people know where Santa Monica Beach is or like, oh, they'll be like, oh, are you like far from like, like Disneyland and stuff? I'll be like, Disneyland's like 45 minutes It's like the stereotypes way. that come with like living in California or by LA, like mm-hmm. they, they assume. Yeah, a lot of people assume that like I'm rich too. Like that mm. is like the first thing. And that's kind of why I don't like telling people like I'm from LA because they'll be like, oh my God, like you know all the famous people, you know, like which is not necessarily true. Like I know certain people just because of like maybe we're like school wise or yeah. whatever, but that doesn't necessarily mean I have the money. Like, yeah, I would say I'm middle class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you I just lived a normal life. You're just there. Yeah, you just didn't there. choose to be in LA. Like, I know, I which I wouldn't. The traffic bad. Like you have to leave at least an hour and a half before you even need to get somewhere because God. the traffic you'll be sitting in for like that's a couple crazy. Hours. Yeah, like, uh-uh. I know it takes, what, like, 30 minutes to get around the whole island? No, oh, not 30 minutes. Maybe, like, 30 minutes. If I go from, like, town to, mm-hmm. like, the windward side to, like, Kailua, that's maybe 30 minutes. Oh, okay, okay. And that's only going from the south end to the east side. Mm-hmm. So going around the whole island, if you continue driving... Yeah. Has anyone um, done it before? Oh, 100%, probably. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe, like, two hours. If you're, like, going at a mellow pace... That's not bad though. Yeah, if you're like sightseeing, like looking outside. Yeah. Yeah. That's like peaceful though. Like, yeah. But traffic, mm, I mean, it's definitely not as bad as LA. It was pretty bad when I went though. Yeah. People are also crazy drivers. In California, it's like everyone is always super scared of like the, what is it? I think we have like six lanes, seven lanes or something. Yeah. People are like, oh my God, you do that? I'm like, when, like, I would say to put your mind at ease, like it's the easiest thing. It's just extra lanes. Like it mm-hmm. creates more space so that you can be in the lanes that like are going a little slower. That's true. That's so true. It's not as There's bad as people There's more of a gradient yeah. between the lanes. It's not as bad as people think. Like people think, oh my God, more lanes means more cars and more merging. Not necessarily. Like, if you're staying in the same lane and then you want to merge, you just have to, like, you have to just know how to be defensive and aggressive at the same yeah. time. And that's something that's, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad I did not take my driver's test in L.A. because I probably Gosh. would have failed. Yeah. Like, it is. It's, like, really scary. Like, you have to be careful of the way you drive, too. Like, especially, like, you cannot, like, I try not to have so much road rage, but when I'm home, mm-hmm. comes out sometimes. Mm-hmm. It happens. It happens. People are silly drivers. <laughs> Yeah, well, and you have to be careful. Like, my mom told me, I think, once... Well, I was here, and then I came back for, like, once a break. I think this was, just, like, a year ago. She was telling me, like, not to, like, flip people off or, like, mm-hmm. honk at them because... People are crazy now. Yeah, well, because apparently her... My mom's co-worker's friend, her daughter was, like, driving, and this guy cut her off, and she, like, honked at him, and, like, like as, like, pulled to the side, like, and, like, was next to him and, like, looked at him, and he shot her point blank in the head. Yeah. That's and then she was like, on, I don't know if she passed away. I forgot to ask my mom, mm-hmm. but yeah, she was like on life support. That's insane. So I was like, you need to be careful. I was like, yeah. Okay. Nowadays, you never know. <laughs> so now I just scream a song. Yeah, I just like, you just like, like you just keep on driving. You Pretty can much. Scream about it later. Yeah, I just try to be really, really careful because, like, a lot of people just don't care. Mm-hmm. And, like, most times they don't catch that person. Yeah. Because when you think about it, they're going to probably drive off really fast. Mm-hmm. And what if people didn't see? Yeah. Like, also, a lot of people are, like, you know, the, like, snitches get stitches. Yeah. That still goes, like, for adults, like, just people in general. Like, a lot of people, like, don't want to, like, end up saying anything because they don't want to, like, get hurt or something. Yeah, that's true. Which is sad to me. Mm-hmm. Like... I'm like, what happened to actually, like, having good conscience, good morals? I know. Everybody, let's relax. 
Just a little bit. We're just trying to get from point A to point B. Like, it doesn't have to be that hard. In, in two hours of traffic, just sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> like, have you seen the TikToks where Elmo is driving? Yes. That is literally people no. in LA. <laughs> Kid you not. That, that's me. Him, like, yelling. Like, watch where you're going. <laughs> yeah, that's me. But I honestly feel like driving in the <clears throat> mainland is easier than driving in Hawaii. Because, first of all, your guys' roads are way better than ours. Ours, there's a pothole every second. Are you kidding me? In LA, there's always a pothole. They need to fix. No, ours is bad. Like okay, it's you might, so. You might bad. Have me there. They're like huge. Like it's a whole like I don't know. You well, go swim in that pothole. Like it's so bad. And then um, I found out, or like I think everybody knows that our like on ramps and off ramps mm-hmm. are opposite. So we have an on ramp first, mm-hmm. then the off ramp. Whereas, like, on the mainland, it's off and then on, right? Oh, Which makes sense. Yeah. Macy asked me that, too. Yeah. She was, asking, she was like, don't you guys, like, she was like, can't you guys, like, get off and, like, on and, like, different sides? And I was, like, thinking about it. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. it's different. Yeah, ours is just stupid, which causes more traffic, which is why yeah. it sucks to drive in Hawaii. And, like, you're also not on the highway or the freeway for that long. Well, because it doesn't end. It ends up becoming like a road. Yeah. Yeah, and that like, was cool. You can't go that far. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool, though. But yeah. I feel like it's probably more traffic because it gets, like, one road that's going one way. And we're trying to merge into, like, a couple lanes. Yeah. No, that was the same, I think, when we were going to Waimea. Mm-hmm. Over there, like, driving North Shore, yeah. it's just one lane. Yeah, North Shore. But it was so beautiful, like, seeing it. It is nice, stuff. yeah. Because we it was, like, me, Macy, and Kaha when we went. Yeah. It was so nice. Yeah. But it was. Like, it, there was a lot of traffic. hmm But it was. It was, like, it was producing everything. It was so nice. Mm-hmm. But I know, like, the waves, it was, like, when I went, it was, like, pretty calm, too. Yeah. I think the time that you went was, like, a good time. Really? But there's all... The reason for the traffic is, like, the tourist. Because now... I mean, it's so popular. Like, North Shore. Really? Everybody knows, like, when it comes to Hawaii, you got to go north. Mm-hmm. Especially to, like, Waimea and everything like that. So is it more expensive in Waimea now? Probably. I've like heard. probably everything like everything in Hawaii is expensive. It's just sad that like now like it's a lot of the people who are like native Hawaiians and stuff like have to leave. Mhm. Like it's so sad to me to hear that like and like even yeah. with everything that was happening in Maui too like mm-hmm. Like, just people, like, saying, like, they still wanted to go on their trips and stuff. Like, it just made me sick. Like, my mom and I were talking about it. I'm just, like, like, I even felt bad. Like, when yeah. I was, like, should I even be going on my trip? Like, yeah. I was, like, Macy was, like, no, it's fine. I was, like, I was like I feel mm-hmm. really bad. Like, yeah. And the, I still, like, donated as much as I could yeah. and stuff. The main thing, I think, is just awareness is what, like, locals are concerned about. It's knowing where to go and, like, being respectful of the place and the people. Yeah. Like, the main concern for those tourists who didn't care at all about, like, what just happened to Lahaina is that it was very ignorant of them to act like nothing happened, like, oh, this is my vacation, like, it just got ruined, like, I'm sorry that this whole town just burned down. I'm so sorry that it affected your trip, but people just lost everything, so let's, you know... So I know, and I'm sure that was like how how was that with you guys? Like I know I know as like being outsider, like being from like the mainland and everything, like for me I know that like hurt, but like how did that hurt for like you guys, like the people who live like in mm-hmm. Hawaii? I mean, it's definitely so there's 
I would say of the locals, there's two sides to it. Yeah. There's those who were directly affected by Lahaina who either had, you know, family members who are a part of or in who lived in Lahaina or lived in Lahaina themselves yeah. or had some deep attachment to that place. They obviously felt it the hardest and I can't speak for their experiences. Like one of our alumni, you know Jasmine, she graduated two years ago, but her boyfriend Kaimi was in Hoike last year. Yeah. But she is from Lahaina, okay. like born and raised, went to school there, had all her family over there, and like she lost her home. Wow. So for that, I can just imagine how hard that is and how like literally everything you've ever known is up in flames. Yeah. And that's something that's very hard to recover from. And as far or like speaking from somebody who's not from Lahaina and had to witness that, but still being like native Hawaiian or like someone who was born and raised in Hawaii, it's still like devastating. Yeah. Because there's so much history that comes with those places. And Hawaii in general is a big community, like amongst our locals. So if like one island is hurting, we're all hurting. Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm grateful that we had a Maui donation drive up here and people all around Hawaii, like, band together to help and support in whatever way. Yeah. So I think it's a, it's a very unfortunate event that happened, but it woke us all up, and I think it made the bond between people stronger because you're in a very desperate and um, vulnerable, like, it's a very vulnerable time. Yeah. Yeah. No, so. that's, that is really deep. Like, I, I've i never really asked you guys that. Like, I've always wanted to, like, mm -hmm. like not to compare issues, but, like, you know, like, the BLM movement and everything. Yeah. Like, I feel like with everything that happened with Lahaina, I feel like people, in a way, are forgetting. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that, like, it, it's still pretty recent, and, like, mm -hmm. they're still struggling. Yeah. But, like, I feel like people, like, posted about it just, like, mm -hmm. oh, show awareness, but then, like, kind of, in a way, forgot about it. Now it's the same with, like, the BLM movement. Like, it was more, like, oh, everyone else is posting. Let me let me show my support. Just because like, it's the trend at the time. Right. Which is unfortunate. It is. It's sad. Like, they're always going to have, for a long time, going to be rebuilding and restructuring. Mm -hmm. But, like, and I'm sure there's deep parts of them that will like never recover from that mm -hmm. because like you said there's a lot of history there so like yeah a lot of that is gone mm -hmm. and those things you can't get back and you do have to just sadly rebuild and yeah move forward but like honestly how do you move forward from something like that like how do you exactly it's, you like, it's a long process like we will like for any like major event like what we have both experienced in both of our communities it's not something that you can fully recover from. Yeah. Like it's gonna be a part of history forever and the community is forever changed by it. So, yeah. yeah. It just sucks, it's not, it's not fair. It's, mm -mm. And it's so hard, like I wish more people understood that. Like, like I love that different POC, like especially here, like everyone is, because we're all so small, like we all are so like yeah. together and try to be, like yeah, I know yeah. that we all have our issues, but 
yeah for the most do. part yeah we try to like all be a community like if someone really needed help like we'd drop anything and be like okay mm -hmm. i'm gonna be here for you it doesn't yeah. matter it doesn't matter if you're the same culture same whatever as me yeah. like i will help you like if we're friends yeah I will help yeah. you through and through yeah. and like I just wish more people saw that like it doesn't mm -hmm. matter sometimes your skin tone or like where you came from but like 100% but it's like the the people who like RPOC understand that like they understand the struggle and like yeah. feeling different and because mm -hmm. like even back home there's still to this day there's one lady that is like by my house she's like there's like a little small little mall mm -hmm. and be, since like since 2020 like she's had to stand it's like like uh, she's done a whole like project, a whole movement for like Black Lives Matter and stuff. And mm -hmm. she sits on that corner and has done this for the past now like four years. Mm -hmm. Every time I go home, she's still on that corner holding her signs. Like there was a lot of people at first, but then people started going back to work. But she was is still out there to this day, supporting yeah. and uh, we all honk and support yeah. and like try our best. Like she mm -hmm. was out there through and through no matter what. That's crazy. I know. So it's like it's the fact that the like people like that like they mm -hmm. still show their support like. I'll see even just like people like in the community, like just white people that understand that, like in yeah. California, they will stand out there too with her. Like, yeah, there are those who truly like believe, yeah, like and support in any way that they can. Yeah, and yeah, I even saw that for like Lahaina. I saw people mm -hmm. literally flying in. Like, I knew like a few like my mom said like some of like her coworkers like their families like mm -hmm. that like like I know one of her coworkers like he got married in there and he was like yeah me and my like me and a couple buddies are gonna try to go and like yeah. go over there and like fly over there and so I don't know yeah. if they did or not but like I know there was people yeah. who did go over just to help like they were yeah. like I'm paying so I can help like yeah. not for a trip but like mm -hmm. to help them mm -hmm. or like I know like firefighters even from California that like flew in and went to help as yeah. well so it was just really cool like to see people like realizing like this is bigger than us and we mm -hmm. need to go and help and yeah. do this especially like if you ever visited on your own like out of oh, yeah. for a vacation or like for a wedding or whatever like just going to go yeah you have some connection to that place now like yeah. there's a lot of memories associated with that so not that you should feel like you have to give something but just acknowledging that it was an important place to everybody who got to be there and like um yeah just supporting those who suffered through yeah. that no it's really crazy. cool though just to see that like the community and everything yeah it's crazy yeah but definitely i feel like at osu they do a pretty good job at supporting like POC communities, yeah. especially with like our cultural centers, right? which is something that not a lot of universities have, or no. it's like maybe one for just, you know, POC in general. Yeah. Whereas like we have seven for yeah. specific communities, but it's not like it's restricted to people from that background or culture. Yeah. Like, no, that's, I, I totally forgot about that, but even in California, I don't even think there's a lot of different schools like I know one of my good friends she goes to school up north at um, St. Mary's mm -hmm. and like when I was there at her school like they had like one big like it looked like cultural center and it also did like the like LGBTQ community was in there too and I was like oh my god I'm like I'm like I'm used to having different cultural centers yeah. like going in and so it was crazy to me to see that like a lot of schools don't do that yeah which I think they need to I think so too. Like people to have people feel like they can have a safe space and not just one area they can mm -hmm. just be safe. Like, 
like we have Seoul, we have the Black Cultural Center, mm -hmm. we have Asian Pacific, right? We have Inner Hall House, yeah. like we have so many. Yeah. There's even some that I've never even been to. Like I'm just like, yeah. oh my god. And they all have like great resources and like honestly, yeah, anybody can go in. And they yeah. all host events. All the time. Yeah. Which is so, which are fun. I, yeah. They are fun. Especially every year when they do the salmon bake. Yes. Oh my god. And then people lined up from around the corner. Yeah, and they try like, to go for like round two in the line. And I'm like, hold your like, girl. Like, <laughs> wait till I get my plate. Right? Well last year I actually had to wait for because they were like still cooking. I was like, like I have to wait for it. Like, I didn't have to class. Like literally, yeah, it was <laughs> class. That was the thing. Like I had, I was next in line. They were like, "Yeah, you gotta wait." I was like, "How long? 15, 20 minutes?" I was like, "Oh my god!" Okay. <laughs> like, I'm just hungry. Yeah, I just want some food. I'm yeah. a poor college student. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the free food. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I appreciate all the um, events. Most of them yeah. have free food, right? I know a lot of the black cultural events, like a lot of people don't realize, but we, we had good food. There was like last week we did a black and event mm. and it was with NAACP, mm -hmm. which is like the, through the community and stuff. And so I had a couple friends that are like on the board of it. And so I went and it was talking about like, we got to sit down and explain like kind of our struggles, like different people. Like there was one girl who's from um, South Africa who's there and, and speaking how she felt about being here and just being in a different country like i i can't imagine being an international student i know i couldn't either like the she was talking about like the language barrier like she said she has to change mm -hmm. her accent so people understand her better mm -hmm. or like she's like one of the only black girls in like her, like her community or like being african in in her like classes and stuff yeah and so like she was talking about like just the struggles of going through that and mm -hmm. everything and it's truly it's hard like sometimes like i've been experienced that like i'm the only girl in my engineering classes like especially being mm -hmm. black I, like i'll look around maybe about like nine other girls and none of them are black mm -hmm. like it's it's insane to me like this the difference the culture difference of everything yeah. and and just being a part of like certain events like these like having it be black history month and we put on mm -hmm. all these events and it but it's cool it's cool to see like those things going on but not a lot of people know about them because yeah. like if you don't follow obviously the social media accounts mm -hmm. and stuff you don't see that as much yeah but i'm glad that they do host those events like those yeah. are very important for you folks to have that safe space with each other to talk through it because yeah everybody goes through it to some degree yeah whether you think it's extreme or not like there's at least one other person who can relate to what you are going through yeah especially like sometimes the racism mm -hmm. like that that is a big shock i think it's like like when it comes to people being bold, like mm -hmm. just the things you hear or like the things you see and you're just like, like yeah. you don't even know sometimes how to react to it. Yeah. Like I remember it was like me and like Amir, Derek Kinney, mm -hmm. there was a couple other, it was like all of us, all the black community and we were like at a party mm -hmm. and there was like some guy that was like really drunk and started calling, um, one of like Derek and E's friends mm -hmm. kept saying the N word and kept saying like with the hard ER mm -hmm. and they were all getting really, really upset and they were like, Yeah, you need to chill out, like this is not cool. Yeah. And he kept saying then one of his other friends kept joining in and like a fight almost broke out and there was like this one this one white girl that was like, Hey, I wanna let you know like there are cops down the street, like if I for yeah. your safety you guys should probably go. Like yeah. she in that in that moment she actually saved us. Like I genuinely mm -hmm. think that if if it kept going on I don't know who would have held them back cuz 
all the boys like some of the boys were trying to push the other boys away and then they were getting upset so it turned mm-hmm. and i was like i'm like one of the only girls so i was like there's no way i can bring yeah it was just so much chaos and i was like this yeah. isn't gonna end well like and he thought he was cool saying it like thought he was and it's like it's just stuff like that where i'm just like i'm like you are saying that to the wrong people right now like yeah and you're thinking like you're high and mighty like Mm-hmm. That is not something like I've really experienced. Like I think in California, like people have said it and then gotten probably like hit or something, and then they've never said anything again. Yeah, like yeah, they just. I feel like a lot of people just haven't been exposed to it firsthand. Yeah. So this is their first experience ever, like in college, and like being out and being drunk is not a good first time to do that. But, no. but yeah, I mean, college is an experience. Yeah. And you're doing things for the first time. So since. You have are in your fourth year. Do you have any advice for people who are thinking about coming to OSU or college in general or in their first year? I would say do a lot of your research. Definitely research. Um, definitely come and visit too. Like that's what I did. I came and visit, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is a little vibey. <laughs> I was like, okay, it's yeah. a small little town. Uh-huh. It's like, getting very cold. Like it's like stereotypical college vibes. Yes. At OSU. Yes, yes, yes. Like it was just so cool to like see like kind of the beauty. Like in California, there's so much pollution, and so <laughs> kid you not, when I go back home, I'm like. I'm like, it smells so bad here. And then I, I can't get in the breathe. Car. I can't. I can't. I'm like, I get in the car from the airport. I'm like, I'll relax. Hey, mom. And my mom's over here honking at people, yelling at them, <laughs> cussing at them. I'm like, and we're done. And I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> and, yeah, then and then my roommate comes back like this. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, here we go. Being yeah. here, I feel so at peace. Like, mm-hmm. I can just chill. And it's so safe. Like, yeah. I still watch my back everywhere I go, but, mm-hmm. like, it's just different. Like, and I've realized that people here, it's different for them. Like, they don't lock their car doors. Half the time, don't lock their doors yeah. at their house. I like, like, it's all college kids around in Corvallis, so I feel like, I don't know. We're just yeah. trying to help each other out, for the most part. Oh, yeah. Oh, and definitely the roomie. That roomie app, I don't know if they still do that. Like, when you're, <laughs> when you come here <laughs> from the dorms. There's like that, like meet roomies or like room sync or something. Not room sync, that's for the retreat. But <laughs> but they have like the thing where you have to fill out a survey about your living preferences and habits. Yeah. And, and then like compatibility scores. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they have that. But like doing that, I think they should like, people should keep doing that. But yeah, yeah just coming here, do your research. Like if you know anyone who's here, I would say definitely ask them like, and just like try to just try to go to the dorms first because that's how you can meet all your friends and then slowly but surely you'll, you'll meet yeah. more people. Yeah, but do your research. Yeah, please yeah. do your research because, <laughs> God, you don't want to come in for a surprise. Like, yeah. and you don't want to end up somewhere that you weren't supposed to be. Like you, mm-hmm. like you don't want to like end up somewhere like around town that you're like, where am I? Like, what yeah. am I doing here? Yeah, be safe out there. Yes, be smart. Do your research. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. But we are coming to the end of our episode today. So thank you, Tyler, for joining me. Of course. And we will see you all on the next episode. Bye.